Hello and welcome to Theatre World News, I am your host Jonathan Blake, catching up with the latest gossip you don't have to and we are going to talk about Halloween with my boy, my day one, Brett Drewsbury, say hello. Hello, hello. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Halloween, happy Halloween everyone. Um, it's the second instalment on season two. Um, and so we, we won't talk too much about the things I spoke about on the um, last Halloween special but generally today we're going to talk about the pros and cons of Halloween if we enjoy it if we celebrate it if we care about it or not and then we're going to talk about shows and um, horror kind of shows to, to do with Halloween or to do with horror in general um, we're going to talk about our own personal kind of spooky experiences that's going to be interesting to hear and we're going to end with promoting Rocky Horror and Little Shop, which will be coming very shortly in the next um, week and coming months. So, um, yeah, how, how are you feeling, Brett? Are you feeling all right? Um, I'm good, mate, yeah. It's, it's good to have you back. I mean... I know. I'm back. Back, baby. <laughs> it's, um, no, it's good to have you back. It's good to um, get, get talking again, because I know you've been hectically busy lately doing shows and whatnot yeah um so we can squeeze in a quick a quick talk for an hour and, uh, and then get get the ball rolling so off the bat pros and cons about halloween what do you like generally about it what do you dislike about it or well halloween i, I love it personally yeah. i mean a lot of people do a lot of people don't it's one of them is it suppose it's a bit like marmite but um for me, I'd always celebrate it. Yeah, I think yeah. people—it's just a chance to dress it's up for the for the arty for the arty folk like us yeah. when we're in, when the you're thespians. in the arts, the desps. We, uh, <laughs> as we call ourselves, desps. <laughs> we 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 just—it gives us a chance to get creative, doesn't yeah, it? Dress I mean, up. Yeah. I've got to admit, I'm I'm I am a bit lax on it. I'm like a bit of a last minute Larry. Uh, you are definitely I am. I mean, though. literally getting my costume today. You need, you need, you need a, um, a costume cupboard like what me and Vanessa have. Literally, just, like we have a wardrobe that's just full of costumes. We've got like a little bit of one that yeah. we've just chucked in the corner of Hayden's room in a big built-in wardrobe. We've got like a certain section that's got bits of costume, but yeah, I think that's what we need. We need like it a, will help. It will always help in situations mm, like this. Um, yeah. yeah, I look Halloween. Obviously, um, it started from a pagan kind of yeah. um, religion, but and and America make it a massive thing now. They celebrate it hugely. Like they decorate their their whole house, their front yeah. garden, back garden. It's as big as Christmas over there, isn't it? Yeah, it's, oh, I like it. It's 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 it, it, it's wicked, but. Um, it, it, it's funny. It's, it's it's a nice little celebration before we go into you know um, bonfire Christmas period. Um, so if we so we both like Halloween, we both yeah. we both enjoy it. Is there anything that you think um, they could do more with Halloween? Do you think us in the UK? Do you think we probably don't do as much, or we could do a bit more with it, it's Halloween? A, it's a weird one, I think. Uh... When I look at it now, as a kid, I just I thought it was great. You know, you go trick or treating, and then some people don't like it because they don't like the aspect of going up to strangers' doors, knocking, and doing the Got whole trick or treat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> essentially, you know. Yeah. Uh, some people think it's begging and this, that, and the other, which you know, it's, it's not. It's just an, yeah, it's understandable, but it's for a child, it's an innocent little celebration. Yeah. You know, it's fun. It's, it's fun. fun. For kids. It's fun for the kids. Yeah. Um, I think as the years have gone on, I think the UK are celebrating it a bit more. Um, but still not America style. I think we need more. We need we need more happy occasions in our life, basically. Yeah, I just think it's a great chance to just other be creative and like really enjoy something yeah. that's just different to your mundane everyday. We believe life. the children are future. Exactly. 
teach them where to let them lead the way. <laughs> that well-known Halloween song. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, Halloween, great occasion. And, um, yeah, I hope you're all having a, a wonderful Halloween at the moment. Um, so, yes, let's talk about the shows. That The shows that we know are horrible or shows that are to do with Halloween. Do you know any off the top of your head? Uh, not directly Halloween, but things that are, are darker. Uh, yeah. So you've got like Adam's Family, yeah, uh, which Good was show. oh, it was amazing to do that. It, it, that was a really funny show. But I think when we did it, the show must have been cursed because we had uh, our Wednesday fell down. A <laughs> husband had dug some trenches in the garden because he had a digger because he's in the building trade. And the dog got stuck down there, so she went down there at night and fell into, oh <laughs> fell my into the trench. Wow. And, did. and she uh, she suffered with sciatica then for the whole show week. Oh, and no. Leading up. Then we had um, Helena, who played my mom in it, because I was Lucas. Yeah, cool. She, she uh, fractured her ankle. Oh, my life. Um, and then... Musical's cursed. It is cursed. <laughs> and, then, and then three of the cast got... Like food poisoning, so we our MD oh was down. Life. So like we three of our cast they were they were out for like that's, for, that's for the first show or two, and then they it came kind back. Of got so, better as the week went yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, that is, and they came back. So oh cursed. My life. But as a show, it's it's, it's hilarious. Yeah. it's iconic when because you think of Halloween because and, of the, yeah. yeah, and the old TV series and all that. Um, what a show! Uh, and yeah, it's ghoulish, isn't it? It's just you get to yeah. Be I mean, got, um, the. There's, there's Beetlejuice, and I didn't even, oh, yes. and we after the podcast we were talk, talking about shows that we thought about, and I didn't think about it at the time. Well, Beetlejuice is a great, it's a great show. It's a great film. It's it based is. off a great film um, with Michael Keaton, isn't it? And, it's Michael uh, Keaton. And Winona Ryder. Yeah. Um, I'm sure Tim Curry's in it as well at some point. I'm, I could be wrong. I'm getting, in, I might be getting mixed up with um, Rocky Horror. Yeah, I don't think he is. I think um, you've got the Iowa. I never remember the actress's name, which is really bad. It's something O'Mara, I think. The woman who played the mom in Home Alone, she's in it as well. When they sat she on the is. dinner table in Beetlejuice and the singing, is. yeah, she is. Um, so, it, it, great, um, great shows. We um, Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. Um, Sweeney Todd's a show I've done. I've done a couple of times. I've played as the Beadle in one, and um, and then in chorus in the other. That's a great dark. Yeah, um, horror show. I'd, um, I'd like to do that. I think I've never done that one, and it's one that is on the list. I'd love to have a crack at. Um, at um, Sweeney. I think so, but yeah. I'm, I'm probably slightly too young at the minute, so uh, it's one for when I'm a little bit older, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got um, Monsignor um, Pervelli. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm a bit too old now for Anthony. So <laughs> <laughs> no, no, of course not. Of course not. Um, and you got Evil Dead. Evil, Evil Dead, Dead the musical. That, yeah. Um, it's not overly popular, but it's been around for a long time. Um, if you haven't listened to it, guys, give it a listen. It's on, it's on Spotify and all the kind yeah. of um, online or Apple. Just give it a go. That's one that I totally forgot was a musical. Um, obviously, only found out, I'd say, quite recently about it through yeah. a friend. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, it completely escaped my mind. I didn't even think. Yeah, about that. And, and of course we've got um, we've got Rocky Horror, Rocky which Horror. you're heavily yeah. involved in, and which we'll talk about yeah. soon. Little and Shop. Little Shop, another another great show that's um, that's a horror, and there's there's many more. Um, yeah, I mean I suppose you've got like things like Phantom, like Phantom, it's yeah. ghoulish, isn't it? It's yeah, I mean you've got Heather's where there's, Heather's there's death, people yeah. um, people die. Um, there's 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 many there's many shows. I mean people could. Um, 
Lime is. I mean, there's a lot of death in Lime is. Yeah. I wouldn't put it under Halloween or horror, no. but it, I mean, I think the difference between that and, and, and like Phantom, Phantom's ghoulish. The whole tale of Phantom's quite dark, really. You got Frank, Frank, Frankenstein. Yeah. Um, Frankenstein. Um, oh, what's the title? Not. It's not. Young Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein. Yeah, you've got Young Frankenstein. Is is another one that you could add into because it's it's on it sits under the kind of. Um, yeah. Stor- stories of, of ghouls and, it does, yeah. and, and things that you've go got, up uh, in the night. I mean, then, aside from musicals, you've got The Woman in Black. The Woman in Black. Oh, if you what haven't gone to show. see it, it is what frightening. It's it's like, it's actually quite scary. Just don't sit in an aisle seat, is all. <laughs> That's my. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there's things that, that, that will surprise you in that show. But great, it, yeah. go and see it if you get the chance and to. There's, there's the new one as well in London. It's I can't remember that. It's. It's three. It's something like it's not three sixteen, but it's some three something, a ghost story, okay. and it's like a few people at this house and yeah. there's a story about, and it's like things happen through the night. Ooh, that happens. sounds good. I mean, um, if you, well, we can get links and stuff in a bit, yeah, and then I'll, I'll yeah. post them. I'll post them below so you guys can check check it all out. Um, so, anything else that you can think of show wise? Not off the top of my head, but there's, I'm sure there's plenty that will come to me. Hey guys, if you have any ideas, just to send send them into theatreworldnews at hotmail.com and um, we can we can talk about that more. Um, so, yeah, should we talk about per, any kind of personal kind of scary, spooky experiences? <laughs> yeah, why not? yeah, why not? Um, do, you, do, you want, do you want to go first? I don't know. Um, I was saying, uh, we, we, when we were talking prior to the, the podcast... I don't, I've not had loads of things personally happen to me, um, I'm not, I, I do believe in things like spirits and, and things like that, uh, and, and ghosts and hauntings, I'm not full into it, I like to try and be quite impartial, slightly sceptical, until it's happened to me, I can't be fully invested in the idea that it is a thing, yeah. um, it's good to be, it's good to yeah. be sceptical though, I like to try and disprove it, but there are certain things that have happened where there's no real explanation for it and then you have you have to just open your mind a little to that kind of thing so i'd say um when i was filming uh i was filming a a film called the house of screaming death at the manor house in west brom yeah which is notorious for having so many ghost stories that have uh, people's experiences and things and staff that have spoke to me when i was filming um there when we were filming that, that we had, there's like the main manor house, and then there's a little cottage on the on the site as well, and that's where it was like our holding area where we'd go and we'd sit downstairs and we'd have a bite to eat there and talk off our breaks when we weren't filming. Yeah. Some of the actors would be taken away; they'd go and do a scene, so that's half of your cast and crew gone. There's only a few of us in there, and and we were, we were talking the one day, and upstairs were like. I mean, you can tell when somebody's walking above you, like on you get clear footsteps. Yeah, like and because it's an old rickety building, it's like seventeen hundreds or whatever it was. I think it's older than that, to be honest. Yeah, it's like seven seventeen hundreds. I think maybe even prior to that. Yeah. And, and 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 when so floorboards and everything, when you walk on, I mean, walking there yourself, you it can creaks, it creaks the like whole house makes sense. Um, yeah. Uh, and you can hear people walking above you and you're like, okay, so you go upstairs and there's no one there. 
<laughs> and people might not believe dun, dun, that, dun. but yeah, like we've been we've been there when we were filming, and there was about four of us downstairs waiting to be called. I'm to definitely going to add in all the sound effects after this. Dum 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 dum. But it did it happen, and and then there was times where we heard what we thought were people talking upstairs, and it couldn't be outside because you know where the the voices are coming from. It's coming from above you. It's not coming from. So you look outside, there's no one there, you go upstairs, there's no one there. And I thought it was one of the lads that I was shooting with called Craig. Yeah. And and he wasn't. The guy that I went downstairs, I said, it was, yeah, I was like, uh, you've seen Craig. And they were like, he's just been called in to shoot. So he'd gone. So when I'm hearing these voices, I'm like, what the, what's what that? that? And they're in a different building, so you wouldn't even hear their voices no. anyway. Because on the site, the cottage is like metres and metres away yeah. from the main part. So you wouldn't hear them anyway. So when you go upstairs and there's no one there, it's a bit freaky, really. Yeah. And I've got spooked out. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit weird, really. And and you can tell sometimes if you're you just feel there's an unease, there's an atmosphere when you walk into a certain building. And obviously shows like Most Haunted and that have been there and done episodes about the Manor House. Yeah. Yeah. And I had shot this one scene on the same movie uh, upstairs in this like what looked like a drawing room, which we used as like my my character was very. Um, Peter Cushing-esque Van Helsing type character but he was cool yeah, bit, sense uh, I suppose a bit like um, he was a bit like Daniel Radcliffe in The Woman in Black he was an outsider that came into the town and he was yeah. writing so I was there to write and do like uh, I was doing different things in a classic story yeah, yeah. And, and so I had to go in coming through this side room and mm. the difference in temperature was really? ridiculous you felt just like dropped. You, you just felt like you were on fire in this one room and I didn't know this because I hadn't seen the episode, but Most Haunted, that particular room that I had to wait in before I was called in, that was, um, apparently there was a fire in that in that room where somebody burnt alive or something like that. So you felt... So, and I felt like, I, I was sweating, I was like, it was a re- it was just a surreal experience. Now some people can say that's just, you know, the, the old building one might be better insulated, you know, maybe so, but the difference was too vast. Yeah. It was just weird, and you you felt like while I was waiting in there because I was waiting there for a while before the scene was while they were setting up the shot, and I'm in there on my own, and you just feel an atmosphere like somebody's watching you, and you feel yeah. like somebody stood right behind you when, and you get goosebumps, don't you? Because yeah. you, you can't see what you can't see what's going on, but you can feel that someone's watching you. Yeah, it's that, a weird that experience. feeling alone is yeah. is, is, is not is not nice. I'll let you go on about one of yours anyway, because I've got others. Yeah, I mean, um, with me personally, I wouldn't say um, I've I've seen ghosts as such, but there's there's one there's one incident where I, oh, I do believe that you can be spiritually aware of of things that are going on where you're not exactly there. Well, I mean, for, for a start, I believe. I, I can see a memory of something that happened before I was born, so I'll explain. So I was talking to my mom um, the one and um, one day just about first memories, and she said, "Oh, what can what's the earliest thing that you can remember?" And I said, um, "I remember you fainting whilst carrying me, and I thought that she was she was carrying me in arms." Um, she's like. I've never fainted. I've never fainted whilst you've been alive. Says I've fainted whilst I've been pregnant with you. And I said, I says no, no, no. I, I, I remember it as clear as day. You was walking into the kitchen. You felt faint, and you dropped. 
And I was stood over you saying, Mommy, wake up. And she's like, but you weren't alive. I was like, mm. I was definitely stood over you because Nan and Grandad came to the kitchen to to help you up because you were you because you were carrying me because I was I was a heavy baby. I was, I was born ten pounds five ounces. Damn, damn. <laughs> um, and and she's like, no, no. I was pregnant with you when I fainted in the kitchen, and I was like, but I. I, I remember it as clear as day. I yeah. was stood over you saying, Mommy, wake up. And she That's was like, weird. No, you was, in, you was inside my stomach. <laughs> so I said, so I was inside your stomach, but I could see you in the room. I could see in the kitchen. And I could see that I could see you on the floor. <laughs> so <laughs> That's, that's and a bit from, weird, isn't it? And yeah. And so from, from that point, I, I, I truly believe that once, once the baby gets to a certain age in the womb it's completely aware of what's going on inside and outside that's mental i've just i just i just believe that so not really spooky but something still quite that's that i mean yeah but that's you wouldn't say spooky but you'd say it's quite that's a very Spirit. unusual spiritually that's weird it's that's un... for me it's the fact that i was stood over saying mommy wake up as i was stood there yeah but i'm not i'm not born yet that's weird yeah, it's 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 funny what they say. Dum, dum, say dum. There is this belief, though, isn't there, that you like you choose your parents? Pe- yeah, like they say, like people are aware of like a previous life. Mm? Sometimes, do you know, like how they say? There's this saying that you say, you say that like you could it could be like a five year old boy, and you like you can tell he's been here before. There's that saying, isn't there? Like you can tell that they've been here before. They've lived. They've lived this life. They've lived a life before. It's, it's, it's when you see children that haven't gone to school yet, but they're speaking full sentences. And the wise, like the wise beyond the years, and and there's certain things that they say and they do and the way they behave. They go, oh, they've I've lived this life before. before. Yeah. This is unusual, and there is that common belief, isn't there? But who knows, man? Yeah, so who knows? That, that is that is who one knows? of the first kind of moments that I thought was spooky. We can go back to yourself. I mean. Yeah, give me another. There was, that, there, there, was uh, there was one. I mean, my my dad has uh, seen a, a ghost um, yeah. as clean as you know, as clear as day as well. I've never seen. My dad is quite into all this stuff, like and uh, into the paranormal and things. And I think that's where I kind of get it from. I'm like, I'm really, I'm about to shoot a, a series with my a couple of friends. Where we go around to different haunted locations in the country. Yeah, you, you did mention this yeah. year on the. Uh, well, we're spot. hoping to get the pilot shot this year. Uh, that'll be interesting. Yeah, but that's where I think mine stems from from my dad, and he he told me this. I was there. I was about fourteen at the time, and we were at this local pub. And my dad's back's all knackered from surgeries and things like that that yeah. he had in his youth, uh, and I've never seen a man sprint up two flights of stairs like he did and when he talks about it today the arms at uh, the arms the hairs on his arms stand up every time he mentions this story there's a there's a, there was this pub in um, Burntwood that we used to go to it was our local because it was just down the road from our house and the toilets were downstairs and the bar was upstairs with the whole function room and everything where people would go generally um and he went downstairs to the toilet at the end of the night and and this was like after hours, it was a lock-in, essentially. There was only a few of us there. My brother at the time was working there part-time. He was stacking it, like, re-bottling and everything in the fridges. And 
and my uh, my dad went downstairs for doing his biz in the toilet, and the door opens up, and he, he doesn't turn around as you do when you've you've had a couple, and he wasn't bladdered by any stretch of the imagination, yeah. but he was having he was doing his business in the toilet, and some some here's somebody come in, and he goes, "How you doing, Paul?" And my dad's just having a general chit chat. Yeah, yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Da, 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 da. And it, how's your dad? He'd say to my, my dad, like my grand, about how's my granddad? And yeah, he's all right. He's all right. I saw him the other day. He's he's doing well. Um, and it was a voice that my dad recognised, and it was this old bloke called Dennis mm. that used to go to. He was a regular in another bar that we used to go to yeah. when we were kids, like our family boozer. Um, and. And he used to dance with my sister, so he this this voice had said to my dad as well, um, "How's Devon? How's your, how's your daughter? Is she okay? She's still dancing? Yeah, she she gets up and has a boogie in that. Anyway, my dad was finishing his business, and he turned around, and these obviously the cubicle doors were all open, and there was no one there. And as he looked to the side, he saw what was like a black shadow, mm. like a full black figure." You couldn't see the features on the face or anything, but walk through this, like go through a solid door like the one behind you there. Yeah, yeah. Walk through it. The difference was this door was padlocked because it was like one of the I don't know if one it was the, the cellar or anything, but it was the, one of the yeah. parts of the building that they always kept locked. It had like padlocks and chains across the front Ooh. of the door. But he saw this, and I was going downstairs to the toilet at the time. My dad's come sprinting up, and I was like, "What's the matter?" And he and he explained everything after, and he was speaking to the bloke Steve, who run the bar at the time. He was the manager there, and he said, "Oh yeah," he said, "Yeah, that's old Dennis. He um he had a heart attack on the dance floor and died here." Oh my! And life. that was a, that was a few months prior, and we knew Dennis because he was a regular where my dad used to be the entertainment yeah, manager. Yeah. So when my dad found out, it was all freaky to him that's how the bloke knew all these days so yeah people might be skeptical of that story but i've never seen my dad's into like all the paranormal stuff and i've never seen him react like that that like he was freaked out it was like when they say it's like he'd seen a ghost yeah he saw this figure just go through a chain door like it was so bizarre and even now like i say when he speaks about it he gets all freaked out about it and oh he's not a, you know he's not a man of uneasy you know he, yeah 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 he, 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 he's not an easy, easily scared person. No, 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 not at all. So wow, that, that, that's, that's pretty freaky. That's not one I told you off the. Uh, yeah, I didn't tell you that. That just came to my head. Yeah. That's still a good story. Um, I mean, does does what? I mean, do you, have you ever heard of shadow people? I've heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I had an experience um, before when I basically, you know, like sleep paralysis. Yeah. I experienced sleep paralysis um, a few years back, probably about seven years ago now. Um, and my, sadly, my 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 ex my ex girlfriend's mom had passed away, so we were grieving, and we 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 just um, we just finished the funeral, and we were staying around the house that night. And um, I remember waking up in the middle of the night. It was got to be four in the morning, possibly, and. Um, my eyes had opened. It was it was in the room, and I I couldn't I couldn't really move. Um, it was like my body was in shock. It was only my my eyes and my head that could move. And the door opens into the bedroom, and this figure walks in. So like, it, it's a, it's a shape of a man, 
and um, he walked in and I couldn't see any features on this man it was, it was dark, he walked in I straight away presumed that it was the dad it was um, it was my ex's dad just to just to check on us to see if we was alright um, but I, I soon realised it wasn't because he'd opened the door and for what felt like a good 30 seconds he was just stood there staring at me and um, I it was that weird moment of oh, it was instant fear that I looked at this figure but then not long afterwards I was like it was almost like a well if you're going to do something do something I then started to gain spiritual strength like mm. I'm not scared of you so what what you're going to do and then it's like he looks at me and then he he just turns walks out closes the door and then suddenly I, I can move and and um, so, and I wake I wake my partner up at the time and I'm like I think your dad's just come in and she's like let me just check when when and asked him no I've just been I've been asleep the whole time I haven't moved and I was like I, I'm not going crazy I'm not going crazy this has just happened to me and she says oh you might have been dreaming because like playing his day I wasn't dreaming the door opened it was yeah and yeah so that that, that was oh. another that was another thing that happened to me um, and I, at the time I was I was so I, I was scared but then I was like you know what I've got to whatever it is if it's something evil I have to face it because I believe in good over evil so I had to face it yeah and at the moment that it's not I didn't say the words out loud like I'm not afraid of you if you're gonna do something do yeah. it. it's like I mentally told him in yeah. my head look I'm looking at you I'm not afraid of you so and, and it's almost at that point that I said that he was like hmm okay and he backed off and walked and yeah walked it's, it's a it, 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 again there's this common idea this belief that um, if you show signs of fear you get they feed tormented. Off. They feed off it, and, and you get tormented here, yeah. more by spirits, don't you? It's yeah. It's it's a weird one that like. So that was me. I I had um I had a situation when I was at uni actually, and there was a couple of there was a, a group of us. I think there was four or five of us. Um, we were looking for a location for one of our final pieces. Uh, in our last year, and we found this abandoned, because <laughs> our we wanted to do this production, what we, whatever we were doing, uh, in what was what would have been like a, a, a mental institute sort of setting, or like a hospitalised, like a clinical setting. And we found this place, and we went there, and we didn't realise it was completely abandoned. It was all locked up and everything. So we went to have a look around, to see if we could get in. Tut tut. Mm-hmm. Um, completely abandoned, and when you look through the windows, you could see, I mean, it was huge, this building, it was, and it looked really eerie. When you look through the windows, you can see writing on the wall, and it's got a really dark history. When we looked into it, this building, like yeah. you know, of like um, I don't know if it was a, like a teacher there or a priest who was quite abusive to the children. Yeah. Um, and and just different tales about different segments of the building. But we wanted to use this location. We didn't know it was abandoned. But the whole time we were around the building, it was like again, like a feeling of you're being watched, this horrible atmosphere, and we all kept thinking, like, we shouldn't be here, there's there's something here, like, 
no cameras or, or anything. It was it was such a surreal experience. And we stood there and we're talking about, okay, what we're going to do? Should we see if there's an entry point or something where we could or contact someone to see if we can have access to the building to look around, see if it's worth, or if it's, for one, safe for us to use the building mm. um, because it was derelict. And, uh, and, you know, I felt like someone shoved me in the back Okay. We, we stood by the building. It, do you know when sometimes you get like that shiver, shiver down your spine, like somebody's walked over you. Yeah. Say somebody's walked over your grave, and then like a nudge in my back, and I was like, "What was that?" Damn. And I felt like really weird. It could have been mental. Th- it could have just been in my, you know, you felt it in your mind, so you, you you react to it kind of thing. It could have been one of those things, but at the time you're not thinking like that, and you're going, "Oh, that's pretty spooky." That like, uh, and at the time when all this was happening, our friends, like all of our phones, died. Really? All of our phones cut out because we were like looking to try and see if there was anyone we could contact to get into the building. So it was like something di- something didn't want us to go into the building. So it was like, and, and none, of, none of our phones were like low battery either. That's what was so weird about it. Um, my one friend picked up her phone and she had something like 40 odd percent on her, on her phone at the time. Because you can see it in the corner. <laughs> yeah. And she went to pick it up to use it. She was using it like five minutes before when we we, we just arrived. Oh, okay. And she was using it because we were looking at like the history of the building and stuff while we were there because we took an interest in it looked perfect for what we wanted to do. And she was looking through it. And then a couple of minutes later when we came to see if we could contact someone to get into the building, a phone was off. It wouldn't turn wow. on. It was like it had died. And then I picked up mine and the same thing. And it was shortly after that I felt like I had a nudge in my back. And this was like right next to where the, the entrance was. So it was almost like... Whether or not that was psychological in my mind, I don't know. But at the time, it felt so real. And it seems like something was stopping us wanting to go into the building or they didn't want us to enter that building to use it for our final piece. Mm. It was such... But all of us had experiences there. Yeah, like, just different Different little things, but, like, phones yeah. dying. It's it's not a coincidence that many people's that phones just cut phone out. Cut unless out, there's some yeah. sort of weird thing that had happened that where we all just... Our tech just completely went into meltdown, but for it to happen to like four people is more than a coincidence. It's still spooky, it's still spooky, and, nevertheless. Yeah. But the build, yeah, the building was creepy. I can't even remember where it was, but it had been around the Wolverhampton area because that's where we were. Mm. That's where we were film, like looking to not film, but um, do our piece. Yeah. It was like an old abandoned building, like a big clinical-looking building where oh, they did okay. teaching and everything there. And I think it was like a, I don't know if it was for like young kids or something that had not, I don't know if it was an old orphanage or something like that, but it was huge. It was. It just looked like this big, huge building, but it was such a, honestly, I'm going to try and find out where it was again now. I'll ask, I'll ask, uh, I'll reconnect with the yeah, people in the and uh, find out and I'll let you know and you can look into it. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was freaky. Anyway, my, 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 uh, my experience there was quite freaky, whether or not it was largely psychological or... Your brain was telling you, "Oh, that's well, some, it. some people say a lot. A lot of it is to do with the with the the psyche. Like they, um, what whether it's spiritual or not, they do try to affect your mental state while yeah. you're still there, which will enhance what's happening um, spiritually as well. Yeah. It's, it's all connected to a certain point. Um, it's all to do with electrical signals. I believe that, like I always believe in like positive and negative yeah. energy. You can go somewhere." And you can feel 
whether it feels like a positive or negative energy or when you meet someone you know instantly seconds after meeting them whether you think you like them or not because of the kind of electronical signal that they give off um i'm a firm believer of that they they call it karma basically yeah um if you if you hold a very negative um energy in your heart yeah more negative things happen to you so i believe in positive thoughts positive thinking um doing good being kind helps you actually have a positive life yeah it yeah oh there's one other thing that i left out we were taking pictures of that building as well Mm. and again that could be a psychological thing when you're looking through the pictures but one of our friends sophie i think it was she took a photo of this particular room through the window and it was almost like you could see a clear face in like the window wow okay it was like one of the top windows when you take it and you zoom and it looked again that could just be how the light bounces off the off the window could be wrong but all of us looked at it and it did look quite like it just looked like a, a man standing looking through the window and when we looked into it this 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 it was the room where this teacher supposedly abused the kids oh okay but I, I believe people do leave behind residual energy. Yeah. Even if they're still alive. Yes. They can still leave behind yeah. a negative. If, if if negative things happened in a certain place. Yeah. That it doesn't mean that anyone has to die there. No. It just means that they leave behind a, a negative yeah. kind of energy that that still might haunt people. Yeah. When I mean, they, this, they this fella's long gone now. I believe this this fellow was long gone, but. If you actually look, I'm going to try and find out the name of this place so you can look. But there's pictures on like online and stuff, and there's things like pedo written on the walls and stuff. Really? Yeah. So like in the community, they all knew about this. It was like they, I don't know if he was called Father something. Mm. This this. Oh my life. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was controversial. It was, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and I'm gonna yeah, try and find it. out. Send, I'll, I'll send ask it them what the name of the place was, but it was. Oh, mate, I mean, um, not a nice building to be around. I uh, so. Oh yeah, them send over that stuff. Um, I think there, there's been multiple times where, um, like, I believe I've slept walked, but I don't believe that I am a sleepwalker. Yeah. Um, there was one incident where I was at uni, and the, we were having having Chinese takeaway, watching TV, um, but my friend was staying at an old Victorian type house. It was a, a Victorian terrace, had mm-hmm. three floors. I had never seen the third floor. Um, I'd only seen the second floor. Um, no, no. Technically, I'd only seen the fir- the first floor upwards. Yeah. Um, and it, we we had a had a great evening, laughs, drinks, and went to bed. So I was staying over that night. Uh, we was all staying in the same room. Um, I had the bed that I was staying in. But what was really strange was I went to bed as normal, but I woke up the next morning in a completely different room in a in a in a the on the top floor um and i i hadn't seen the floor before so i wouldn't know where the bedrooms were um i woke up and i was tucked in so i i woke up and i could hear my friend's voices downstairs um on the on the first floor saying oh where's john where where's jonathan gone um and i'm like um i'm I'm here. I'm, I'm sure that I'm here, but I was tucked. I was tucked into a point where the quilt was underneath the mattress, like someone that had really like tucked me, like hotel t- 
excited, yeah. but I was lying in the bed, and um, I came down thinking, oh, <laughs> like someone's played a trick on me and kind of like sent me upstairs to 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 that kind of bed. I said, oh, then you guys um, send me upstairs and and took me in bed and were like, huh? what what are you on about? And I was like, they were like, what? I actually walked down the stairs and they were like, what are you doing up there? And I was like, I actually. I don't know how I got up here, and they said, like that's the like the owner of the building, who um, that's where she lives upstairs, and she does have young kind of um, grandchildren that that she looks after occasionally, um, but we generally we never go up there. And I was like, how did I end up there? Like I, I got in bed as normal, and I and I woke up. On a different, different floor, floor different in a bed. different room, in a different bed. So I panicked because I I didn't know where I was. I genuinely woke up like I'd been transported into a different Place. house entirely. Yeah. And the fact that I was tucked in, if if okay, I could have slept walked, but even if I slept walked, how can I tuck myself in that tight? That tight. In and bed? and also, how would you know where you're going if well, you've never been there? Lights weren't on. Pitch darkness asleep normally like what I, I don't normally know normally when I you sleep yeah. talk, when it's some normally when you sleep walk in a familiar house you even in the dark going. you can navigate yeah but I'd never been to this house before yeah I'd, I'd never I've never been on that floor before I'd never seen any of the rooms or known where any anything was yet I was in a room in bed tucked in that's freaky <laughs> yeah and there's been time there as what there was another instant but I was much younger when this happened where I'd gone to bed and I woke up the next morning underneath my bed with the quilt on me fully underneath my quilt but underneath the bed we so I woke up and I could literally see the the floorboards of my bed above me oh my god so I, I just these are the things that I just cannot explain I do not know how that, how that happened yeah. have you have day. you had any sort of experiences like that since um no that i mean i've spoken to like i mean not to do with sleepwalking really um where generally where i go to bed is where i wake up but this happened whilst i was at uni so we're talking 12 years ago now um but nothing really happened since um but i mean do you do you obviously do you believe in kind of like mediums tarot card readers and things yeah like that. I'm, I'm 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 quite open-minded i like to think that i've got an element of skepticism in me because yeah. i don't want to just say well that that's what it is that it must be that but i'm i'm open to it because i've i've my uncle yeah um he he is a medium whether people believe that or not if that you know that's that's your you know that's your of choice that's your opinion but um yeah, yeah. that he's told me things about me that i never shared with anyone <laughs> there's no way that anybody could ever possibly know these things because it's yeah. never been spoken about my, my parent you know yeah and he he's he, he's outright come and spoke to me about no things way. that i'm like how can you know i've never told anyone Interesting. Not even like you know, no one in my family or you know they don't know, and and he does, and that's very unusual. It's a very un- for somebody to know things about you that only you know. Mm. You know, everybody's got that element of private privacy about them, haven't they? You know, yeah. There's there's some things that you naturally will not share. 
it could just be something from your past, your history, you know. But then they know, and it's that's it's a weird thing. It it throws you off, doesn't it? Yeah, like <laughs> my, my uncle, he said, there's been times where he's woke up and there's just people stood at the end of his bed or oh, next God, to him, and he said, he said me. sometimes you struggle to sleep because it's like when you're trying to doze off, it's like being in a football stadium. Because people are trying to reach you, to pass on a message to, to others. I can't for imagine you. that's pleasant. I mean, no. it, 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 and I mean, if you are a medium, um, and you believe you you and you have anything to share, then again, email me at theatreworldnews at hotmail dot com. But I mean, I can imagine having that kind of gift would also be quite um, scary as well. Because can you switch it off? I think you just get used to it. So. Um, some day, days it'll be worse than others, mm. I can imagine. Um, but he's told me such vivid stories about his experiences. And it all came on after my great nan died. Yeah. Uh, and his mom, uh, Pauline, she worked with Colin Fry, who passed away a few years ago. Okay. Who, who's a, you know, he had his own TV show on, on, on Sky TV, about on digital TV and all that. And she used to do tours around the world with him mm. uh, and she's the same like I went to a night where she held a medium evening and there's just strangers there and and she just spoke a particular somebody's reaching out to me and it was a particular somebody p- particular name gave the full name of the person really yeah the full name of the person and what had happened and some woman behind us started crying and it wasn't a planter because this was just a, she's not a local woman for a start, Pauline. She lives in Skegness, I believe. Okay. So she's not local. So she was down to see her son and to do this night where she was holding an, a medium evening, um, and and she and and she just told this story. I can't remember what the story was now, but she did. She said this story, and and this woman just started just burst out crying behind me. And it was like, and and she was seen speaking to her after, and as I'd walked past, she was like, how did you know all this? And I I overheard them having this chat and shit. Wow. And that's crazy. Yeah, And and, and little things like my nan was with me that night, and Pauline knows my nan, but not well enough to say, like, they, like, know everything about her, and she would never know. My great nan, who passed away, my nan's mum, she used to call everybody pal, just the way she was. How you doing, pal? Yeah. And, you know, and... And she went over to she went over towards my nan and she said the words "I'm okay, pal." Huh. To my to my nan. Now Pauline doesn't. She obviously she, her son's married into our family, so she but she never she never met. I don't think she ever met my great nan. There was never an element. That's interesting. There was never, there was never a moment where she met my great nan that I'm aware of, and I think my nan said the same. She ne- Pauline never met my my, my great nan. Uh. So for her to know this particular thing she always used to say to people, my nan just cried. My nan was just started crying like she doesn't know. She doesn't know her. There's no way she can know these things. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's just little weird things, and people and can be sceptical about that. That's fine. That's your opinion. But for us as a family, we know all these people, but they don't. They're not. They're not that too, close yeah, to not the point where they no. they know every everything that a person would say. And it was just particular catchphrases that my nan was all she'd say. Pauline wouldn't know, but she did to my nan, and it was like that's that's really weird. Did it? It's no, it, I mean, I think it would be naive to think that like what we see in front of us is all that there is. 
Yeah. Um, and that the, when when you we have scientists discovering new ways of you know space travel, new ways of black holes, different yeah. ideas of different dimensions, different universes, and we'd be we'd be stupid to think that we're we're on a single plane and and, yeah. this, and, and all we see on in front of us is this is it. The, yeah. like, I think it's a, it'd be a bit naive to believe that. I I, th- I think we can't be so close-minded to believe that there can't be something more after we go off this mortal core. We yeah. can't be so... I'm not saying you have to be religious. I'm not saying you have to have any particular belief. But you can't be... We can't just completely close off our thoughts. Because as you say, there's much, much more to the world, to everything around us that, that meets the eye. Yeah. For us to be, as you said, so naive to not believe there could be more. Yeah, like, there has to be. There's, some, and I believe that there, there is. There's a part of us that always, if there is like a, a previous life or an afterlife, that connects us to that. Like, um, have you ever experienced any reoccurring dreams? At all? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah so, loads. so um, and another another story was um, I had a reoccurring dream, probably about six seven times in a row of what i believe how i died previously and it was to, and it was in the world war i was an american soldier and it, it it always ended in the same place but i'd see some more details as it was as it would happen started off with i'm run, i'm running through a field um, i i'm an american soldier but i believe i'm in germany um and I run and a shell hits a barn. I run to a barn for cover and a shell hits the barn. And um, and then I wake up. But then the next day, I dreamt that I ran into the barn. The shell hits the barn and the roof comes in um, and, and hits me. I wake up. But then I have another dream where I run into the barn. Um, I can see that I've got a squad with me. Um, the shell hits the barn, the roof comes in, but I don't die instantly. I'm I'm lying there, and I'm I'm clearly paralysed. I can't move, and I'm looking, and I think some of my squad carry on, and they're like, oh, I think I think he's gone, and and then it it, it shows me kind of just lying there and, and just looking, look, looking up at the sky, yeah, looking up, thinking this is it, and then I. And then I go, and it's so clear as day that I, I truly believe that if if you do have a previous life, or if you do have a, um, or you do have a reincarnation, then that was how I died. I I believe I died in the war. Um, I couldn't Crazy. tell you what my name was or anything, but I believe that's how I died. Yeah, a lot of people have those kind of dreams as well. I mean, I can't recall having a dream I mean obviously I've, I think there have been moments where you've died in dreams and you, 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 you wake, wake up. up yeah um, but I can't recall having like a a dream that's been very specific on how I've died uh, you know I've had ones where I fell off cliff sides and things like that yeah. and before I hit the bottom I wake up and, and things like that there's certain dreams that when they become reoccurring they say that it's something to do with some, don't they people say a it's, memory it's, it's something like it, it could be health concern or something that anyway I don't know there's there's just different weird theories isn't there of what certain dreams that's, that's mean the thing, isn't what it? certain it's dreams a, mean a theory is a theory um, yeah I've, the one that I used to have as a kid which was unusual just like me floating downstairs 
like like a big a huge flight of stairs and I was just the same set of stairs and there'd be like recurring dreams of me just as if I was floating down them okay I know that's really peculiar isn't it it's really <laughs> odd and there was no particular like I can't think of any sort of ending of a dream or be so specific like you were with yours but it was just this same f- flight of stairs like I was floating down so whether or not I got like shoved down some stairs or something that was my you know <laughs> that was how you went I don't know yeah I wasn't in the army, I just got shoved down some stairs. No, but it was just this, like, I'd be floating down the stairs towards this door. Mm. There's nothing to it, that's just weird. And I've had certain ones where I'm just floating through a city or something, like flying through a city, or I don't know, just fly. I mean, I've had dreams where I've been flying. and I've been, Flying I'm, and I'm like a bit that. of a lucid dreamer, so... Um, there's been times where I've been dreaming, but I'm aware that I'm in a dream. Yeah. And suddenly you can kind of manipulate the physics of the dream because yeah. it's your own mind, isn't it? Inception. <laughs> yeah, call it what you will. Yeah, um, it, it is. Um, and being a lucid dreamer, you do tend to be able to manipulate the physics in your dream, yeah. which could be quite fun, actually. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so did you have any other experiences or shall we... Um, I don't actually know. I mean, there will be some more that come to me. I think as I. We can always we can always um, go back, come back to it, and um, yeah, do a part yeah. two if need to be. But um, yeah, the, so the, the the good thing is that that these things kind of happen in life. But all that matters is that we try not to worry too much about about um, about the unknown, and just try and make the most of what we do know. And, yeah. and and kind of just live um, the best life that we can and hope that, you know, like that there is something nice after, yeah. after death and that death doesn't have to be the end. The end, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So I, I, I think, though, as well, like, along with that, don't, don't be close-minded. Remain open to all remain sorts a, of... Yeah. Remain open to all sorts of things, you know. You don't know what could happen when, what where life leads you just... Of course, don't close yeah. off your minds. Be open. Be an open book. Yeah, because if you only close, if you close off your mind, you're only living in your own mental prison. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just be be open, guys. Um, open the mind. Open the mind. Um, so, <laughs> okay. So, moving on. Um, yes. You have a show next week. Yeah. <laughs> would you like to explain? <laughs> Um, would you like to explain to us about... Um, so you're going to be doing Rocky Horror? I am going to be doing Rocky Horror. The first show's 18th of November in Swindon. Um, yeah. But we are bringing it back close to home in December, the 9th of December, at the Prince of Wales in Cannock. Lovely. That's going to be I'll good. I'll be going to see that. And you've got one coming even closer to that. Yeah, which so is? I'm doing, uh, with Brunel's Musical Theatre Company, we're on stage next week doing Little Shop of Horrors. Um from Thursday, about the 3rd, the 3rd to the 5th of November, so Thursday, Friday, and two Saturday shows, one at 2.30 and one at 7.30. Nice. It's a good show, good classic it's, classic show. It, it's one of those iconic shows, isn't it? When you think yeah. musical theatre, it's one of the ones that always come up in Everyone the conversation. Always, yeah. um, like, um, the song Grow For Me is a very popular song. That, yeah. um, we we actually heard at Musical Con last week. Um, everyone loves it, everyone knows the show. But for those who don't know the show, just give us a little bit of a, a brief description of what happens, what, what happens yeah. in the world of Little Shop. So, uh, it's set around this florist shop in this uh, urban, the urban streets of Skid Row. Uh, it's, uh, it's a bit of a dump. 
<laughs> basically. Uh, it's 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 a place where no one ever really goes anywhere. And uh, this this florist shop is on its backside. It's it's failing. Okay. And yeah. The young there's a young ish man that works there called Seymour who I'm playing who uh, he has a, a fascination he's a young botanist who has this fascination with exotic plants and, and different weird plants yeah and he goes to this wholesale market where uh, it's it this, the show itself is like a B-rate movie from the 50s that's how it's it's like one of those sort of old, very old fashioned 50s Ameri- very American styled horrors yeah um and he goes to this wholesale market where he buys these exotic flowers and there's a, a, total, a total eclipse of the sun and he sit, then he wasn't going to buy anything but after this total eclipse of the sun he sees this particular plant that wasn't there before that he's sitting there and it's very quirky it's like a fly trap yeah so he purchases this fly trap and yeah as the show progresses that particular plant gets bigger and bigger and bigger but it feeds off blood <laughs> it's an it's, mm. it feeds off blood so that's how it grows so Seymour starts feeding it with his drops his of his blood. blood yeah essentially yeah. Uh, and it becomes very successful and it makes the florist shop become this huge popular place nice. and it's rich and, and Seymour becomes famous but he's still this very timid within him he's a, he's a very shy timid yeah, awkward socially yeah, awkward person himself, yeah. within himself who has this he, he really, really likes the woman that he works with, Audrey, who works in the shop. But then she's going out with uh, a dentist who's a bit of a sadist. And he, and oh, he loves d- pain. He loves beating up people. Oh, and, dear. Yeah. Okay. He, um, so, uh, so good good, good yeah. source of characters. Good, There's loads of good, different characters. Good story. Very funny. Quite dark. What's, but, what, what would you say the, the genre of music is? It's very musical theatre. Yeah. It's very musical theatre, yeah. So you've got some really funny numbers in. There's a, there's some really good stuff. I mean, um, like you mentioned, Grow For Me, great song. Skid Row at the opening, a huge opening. Oh, great, yeah, uh, great, great song. Dentist, where <laughs> you first meet the dentist and he breaks out a, a number about how he's a dentist and he's great. It's really funny. Uh, there's Feed Me when um, Seymour sings with the plant. <laughs> nice uh, and there's nice songs as well like Suddenly Seymour which is a nice duet that's between a beautiful him and duet Audrey, yeah. it is so. and so, so now so it sounds like a really good show um, are you looking forward to, to get it, getting it started I am yeah I mean it's nearly there now uh, yeah. we, we just you know we're finessing it we've got our final full day rehearsal tomorrow which will be two run throughs of the show yeah so that's the polishing and we'll have a bit of time to rework things but until we get into the theatre because of how big the plant grows to and everything until, until you've done the tech side with everything we don't know how it's going to look oh okay but we have a very different spin on the way that the show's normally done so uh, it'll make it interesting so it's worth coming to see it, yeah it's going to be worth see, coming to see for sure yeah it's 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 looking to be a good show yeah oh brilliant and there's a lot of people there's a lot of you guys out there know and love little shop um very much and if you are around um staffordshire and you are free Please, by all means, grab a ticket, go go down and um, be entertained for the night. Um, it'll be a good experience. So if you just want to remind us of where it is um, and the dates. Yeah, so the show runs from the 3rd to the 5th of November yeah. at the Prince of Wales Theatre in Cannock. Uh, there's two shows on Saturday, 2.30 matinee and uh, 7.30. I'm aware it's bonfire night, but 
if you've got no plans, yeah, got come, no on plans come, it, come on it down. It is yeah. really, really good show. And, and it's got, yeah, and guys, I'll post, um, I'll post the link of the tickets um, for the show down below, so you can you can order tickets through the podcast. Yeah, and um, yeah, so by all means, please come. Um, and then, like after that, you did you mentioned you um, are going to be involved in professional tour of Rocky Horror. I mean, that's pretty. That's yeah. pretty good. That's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's 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 been quite intense, really, because we own, we learnt the whole show in a week. So, Rocky Horror, as people know it, they think of the film Tim Curry, Meatloaf, uh, Susan Sarandon, people yeah. like that. Um, it's it's got a cult following. You know, it's, 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 a, it's yeah. one of those people dress up as characters to come yeah, and watch yeah, it and they yeah. join in. It's a very interactive piece of theatre. Um, we learnt the show in a week. It's not going to be Rocky Horror as everybody knows it, in the sense that because of rights and things like that, you can't physically do the show word for you word. You can't do a replica. No, no, you can't. So it's more of an experience of the show. It's called Rocky Horror Experience, uh, which, is, which is done and it's been done by other companies and things like that. So... This is, it has all the songs of Rocky Horror as you know it, yeah. but it has additional songs as well by Meatloaf and Queen and, and different things to, that fit in with the, oh, the genre of it all. That's good. Um, it has elements of dialogue, but not word for word because again, you don't want to get into trouble with any film companies or anything like yeah, that that have yeah. the rights for it. So there are loopholes to do the show, you have to just do it in a certain way so that there's no law infringement. Uh, which we haven't, so uh, it's really going. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it will be a great show. I mean, the cast are brilliant. Uh, I could, I could reel off all the people that are playing the parts that are great. I mean, that they, they are going to be fantastic. I'm currently uh, what they call one of the phantoms, which is an ensemble. There's going to be a small ensemble. Yeah, yeah. Where there's there's four to six between four and six of us, depending on the size of the venue. So a decent, a decent sized cast. Yeah, yeah, there's about twelve people on stage yeah. or fourteen yeah. if we if we go with the six phantoms um but i'm also understudy for brad so there are going to be because of how many shows there are coming up there will be a portion of shows where i'll be performing as brad as well nice i bet you're looking forward to that yeah so um i mean adam who's doing it is brilliant yeah uh he he's doing the role of brad generally um but he's then understudying eddie and dr scott (laughs) as well so we're all sort of covering each other's roles so my partner Louise, she's doing. Uh, she will be Columbia, but then these two shows this year, she's understudy for Magenta because Magenta's busy doing other professional work that oh, she'd already wow. committed okay. to. So, so everybody's like covering for everyone. That's good. It's a good, um, which good, is great. Good so, team. And I, I've even mentioned about potentially understudying for other roles. Should be like, more like a swing. Look, so, you look know, at so you sure. being a multi. multi oh, you know, you got you know, you know, you know, you know, Jack of all trades. Yeah, in that. Well, you know, I don't mind <laughs> if <laughs> no, I know good. it. If I know it well enough, but um, it's been very intense learning the show. But it's going to be busy, great. Busy, busy. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm looking forward to playing Brad when I when I get the opportunities, which which are there. You know, I'm I'm I was meant to do Morecambe this weekend. Today, actually, I was meant to be in Morecambe today <laughs> to do it, but due to some um, some sort of uh, technical issues. Yeah, uh, you know. Uh, that that there's re- we've had to rearrange the date. Well, you know, essentially. Th- these things happen. These so, things happen, don't they? So that'll be in February next year. Now, February next year. Yeah. Um, do you have a venue set for that yet, or in it, February? Uh, I do. If you can bear with me one second, it's all right because we can. Yeah, all, we I'll can let you know. I'll let you know. Yeah, it's but it's, it's, below, it's yeah. I can't remember. It's the Alba something in Morecambe. Um, but we've got yeah. we've got 
are currently about 30 odd dates that run through the whole of next year and there's more dates being added so we're doing a tour in Scotland next August nice. which I think has got three dates at the minute I think potentially four and we'll be doing hopefully multiple shows there as well so obviously where whichever location when we do these we've got a week in Cheltenham next November yeah so when we do these these runs we'll be doing multiple shows so I will get the opportunity to do understudy and ensemble which will be nice to do both um, the other day Adam couldn't I said the other day it was the 9th of October we, we did a tech run of the show and uh, Adam couldn't be there so I just understood it for the whole day which was great to get that running so that when I know that when I'm called up to do it I know what I'm doing yeah, exactly yeah. know what I'm doing now so it's just about going back to the videos that we did in the week's run to sort of keep on top of it because what there's going to be times where we don't maybe do the show for like a month or two and then we're called back together so, you've so got we have to then know to what we're doing it. so we have to get back together do the show again together before we then take it to the next venue you have to keep it in your head which is yeah. nice because then you get to meet up with people but you're not it's not one of these tours where you're going to be with each other for like nine months every single day you're going to get the chance to sort of be with be at home with everybody you know see you friends and then meet back up with these friends and do their shows oh that's, that's I mean cool. it's going to be cool really cool um, and so a lot lots to think about and uh, yeah I mean we're, we're yeah, we're approaching. Um, I mean, it's been it's been good. I mean, it's been good talking about Halloween and our experiences. Yeah. Um, is there any kind of last thoughts you want? Any spooky thoughts that you want to leave with people? Have a <laughs> terrifyingly horrible Halloween. Yes, <laughs> I hope I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast um, and you're enjoying your Halloween Eve spooky evening. Um, it's been fun. It's been a, it's, it's been, been great. A, it's been a nice a nice right. chat. And I'll just um, end with a quote: If you want to make the world a better place, start with the person standing in the mirror. I am, of course, Jonathan Blake here with Brett Drewsby, and I'll see you next time. Yeah, see you soon, hopefully. See ya. Yeah. Bye bye.